Welcome, good moms. If you ever doubt that you're a good mom, you are in the right place. I am Jody Schilling, mom of four and a former educator. And on this podcast, we talk about all the hard topics. We talk about the pressures and the demands that are placed on moms. And more importantly, how to get past all of that so you can do you. Let's define good mom on your terms. Hi moms, this is episode 39 already. Thank you for joining me this week. This week, I just, I want to talk about what really, really matters most as a mom. Because what I think, and really the whole reason, the whole purpose, my big why, if you will, about even doing this podcast and having a coaching practice that I, where I help moms identify this, really identify what really, really matters to them. When I think about it myself, I'm going to probably go a little bit all over the place today on this, on this topic. But when I, when I think about it myself, I feel like there has been a progression over time from the time that I was a little girl and imagined and played house and, you know, did the whole, like, I'm going to have the Brady Bunch family. I always thought that. I always thought I was going to have five kids and this big family. And I then, you know, made that happen. And I did make that happen. I mean, I don't think my husband really wanted to have four kids, to tell you the truth. (laughs) We did have five. As you know, we lost our first baby girl and we have four living children in their 20s now. And I think about the progression of, you know, why that was so important to me. Why did I value having a family and being a mom really, really above everything else? And for some of you, that might not be true. And I think it's important to know, to notice and to acknowledge that we each have our own whys for what's important to us in our life. And for some of us, being a mom is part of our bigger picture, but it isn't, it isn't the first and number one goal. And that's okay. I, w- I really want to make that point. For me, I made being a mom be a really big deal in my life. Like it was like my number one most important job. But I think there's so many moms out there that don't have being a mom as their number one thing. And that is totally okay. There's no shame in that whatsoever. You can have a very meaningful life that has being a mom a part of that, but doesn't have being a mom the number one goal, you know, feeling like that's your purpose. And I think it's interesting to think about this because it can, you can really play it both ways, right? If you, if your purpose, if you feel like your ultimate purpose is a mom to in your life is to be a mom, then you're putting so much into like every decision and every action you, you make after you become a mom, right? Whether you, like if your whole purpose is to do a good job as a mom, and that's your frame that you're, you know, that's your lens that you're looking through, then that affects your decisions for the, for other parts of your life. And again, I don't think this is good or bad. I think this is just, it is, you know, it is, it is what it is. We all have, I think we're born with some really deep 
innate desires about what we want for our life and what we feel like our purpose is. And for some of us, that is hard for us to identify even. Some of us don't don't feel like they know and that they've that they have that inner knowing of what their purpose is and they have shame about that too. And I think when I think about my purpose over time, this progression that I'm talking about, for me, what I have realized is that I did for a period of time feel like my purpose was to be a mom and to be the best mom I could be. And some of you know my story where my kids, <laughs> I think God in the universe was like, okay, you are going to try to be perfect at this. Okay, well, here's what we're going to hand you. We're going to give you <laughs> some challenges. And so my kids have, they're very neurodiverse as we all are, but in terms of the definition of di- of brain, like typicality, right? Having a typical brain versus a neurodiverse brain, I have kids that are all over the place on that spectrum. So I have diagnoses of different things, right? Which I'm not a huge label person, but but still that experience wasn't what many moms experience because there were specialists to go to and and evaluations and wait lists and treatment plans and all those things that went along with that. And so when you think about if my purpose was to be a good mom and then I had these extra challenges that came about, what I'm so thankful for and what I think, as I've shared before, what I think has happened was supposed to happen the way it did. Um, Even though in the moment I felt like it was so unfair that I felt like our family was suffering more than other families and my kids were going through things they shouldn't have to go through and all that. And what I came to realize was that each of my kids, I've shared this before too, but each of my kids I think have their own purpose and journey and path and the diagnosis that they have or the challenges that they have or whether they were being bullied or they you know, all of those interactions really were part of their life to help them identify who they really are, what they will stand for and what they won't stand for and how they will overcome adversity. And so I think it's all a beautiful thing that we each have these paths, whether they have struggles in them or not, we all have them at different degrees anyway. And for one person's, you know, one person can assess the a diagnosis as being a really hard and really difficult thing. And another person would say, I'll take that diagnosis any day over this one, right? So it's it's definitely all relative. But what I did realize as I went through this progression of kind of reconciling my identity as a mom and my purpose in my life, when I reached this point, I probably, I'd say, five or six years ago, it started where I started having reflection on this idea about who who I was, what I really wanted, and what my purpose was going to be. And then I realized there, there was going to be a transition for me where my whole purpose wasn't about being a good mom. Not that I didn't want to continue to be a good mom. And like we've talked about, good is all defined by us anyway. But I realized that 
you know, part of me and my transition to kind of up-leveling my own life and being more in touch with what I wanted was also simultaneously giving my kids the opportunity as teenagers and moving into their young adult lives to do the same thing. I could model for them in the moment and have them also realize that, you know, there wasn't a codependent relationship between us. I wasn't over-focused on trying to help them navigate their life and help them overcome their obstacles and be all up in their lives so much, right? I think for moms, especially with kids who who do have any type of challenges, physical or emotional or behavioral, our natural tendency is to be really over-involved in their lives. And so for me, I had to actively recognize that and to be willing to step back as much as I could. Plus I had all the other, you know, the stuff about the relationship, my relationship with each of my kids, making those mean things about my, you know, whether I was a good mom or not. Right. So if I didn't have a good relationship with one of my kids, my first reaction was it's my fault. I'm not being a good mom, you know, all that. So there's, there's lots of episodes on cleaning up relationships and setting boundaries and all those things too. But as far as this concept of progressing through on my purpose and my life purpose, I have recently realized that it's not that I waited too long to do that. It's not that I did too much for my kids at different you know, stages or that whole idea of doing too much for them or not doing enough. I, you know, I don't think it's necessary to evaluate that. I don't think it's, sometimes it's helpful to reflect and have learning from whatever. But at this point, I'm really at a place where I feel like this next level for me and for my kids and for the moms that I work with as well what really matters most is being present and having the, like being present in the moment with ourselves, actually taking time to know ourselves and also being present in our relationships with our kids in a way that lets it be what it is. There's no effort at trying to control the relationship that's just not necessary or helpful and it doesn't make for a healthy relationship. And so I think what matters most is knowing ourselves and then this idea of presence, right? Just being present and accepting that for one of my kids, I'm closer to them right now. Two years ago, this was the kid I wasn't as close to. And each of my kids has their their own thoughts and feelings about our relationship. And I have my own thoughts and feelings about our relationship. So that can be separate and that's okay. And so I think as I, you know, like I said, this was going to be all over the place. It kind of is, (laughs) but that's just somehow, sometimes how my brain works. But I think for the takeaway for all of you, whether you're at a stage with little, little kids with, you know, even baby, even if you're at the baby stage or you're at the toddler stage with your kids or you're at that, you know, that young elementary stage. I mean, there's so many, the stages are come so quick 
when they're young, under age 10. Then you have those tween years, which are a totally different stage, right? And kids wanting to, they, they're starting to want to be more grown up, but they want to also stay little. You know, they're, that's a scary time. And then you have the teenage years and God help us all through those ones, right? For some people, some people have that be the very best golden time with their kids. I've seen that happen too. So, you know, whatever stage you're at, and if you're at the stage where you have kids moving out and, and being on their own or going to college, wherever you are, and even beyond that, right, where they're, they have their own families, wherever you are, I think what I'd like to offer to you to think about what matters most to you is what matters most for your, like showing up the best you can, the best way you're going to show up the best way you can for you, for yourself and for your family is if you can be true to yourself. If you can ask yourself that question, what really matters the most to me? And this can be so applicable, um, especially when you're going through something really unexpected and hard. Like if you, if you just thought that your child would never be someone who would become addicted to drugs, for example, if we take that example right there and you ask yourself, what really matters to me, right? You're, you would probably land somewhere on what really matters to me is that they're going to be okay, right? I mean, that's what really, really matters. At the end of the day, you would just want them to be okay. And so what we tend to do is we want to try to control that. We want to try to control that circumstance of them and we want them to stop using drugs and we try to help them do that. And we go, this is where that, you know, the whole pattern of over-controlling and codependency, there's so many things that can come into play there. But when you bring, bring it back to what really matters, what really matters is that you want them to be okay. And if you can convey that to them, and that's all you have to do, right? And if you're truthful with yourself about how you feel, what really matters to you and what you really want, that is the key. That is so important because I think what we do instead is we don't take time to ask ourselves what matters most to us and we don't be okay with letting that whatever those circumstances are, even if they're really, really hard ones, let them be what they are and not try to control and change them. It doesn't mean that we have to like them, not at all. But I think that we can settle back down to, okay, this goes to relationships also, right? For many moms, they really, really fear having relationships become estranged with their kids. And you can have that even when your kids are young. You can have disconnections with your kids and and parents can be really fearful of that. They can notice the changes and, and really want to hold on tight. But part of relationship health is giving space sometimes and letting letting the relationship be a little distant and not be fearful of that. Let it be okay that that's happening. But also we can still convey our acceptance and our, you know, we can still encourage and, and reach out and connect from our side from a place of love, not from a place of control. There's a big difference there, right? So 
thanks for listening to me as I went all off on a few <laughs> a few little tangents today, but I just was thinking, really, what does matter? What does matter the most as a mom? And is it okay that that changes over time? I think it is. I think it is okay that it changes over time. And I think that there's no reason for us when we say, you know, being a mom at this particular stage, wherever it is, where even if it's at the first stage, even if it's at the baby stage, even if it's at the toddler stage, the whatever, right? If you feel like being a mom isn't your number one purpose in that particular time period of your life, that's okay. And if you're at a place where I am right now, where I'm like, okay, I don't think that being a mom is my number one thing right now. I want to do some other things in my life that I've dreamed about for years. And I want to still be connected to my kids. But I think the healthiest way I can do that is to be who I really am and do what I really want. And so I just want to give you permission. If you are not feeling like you can give yourself permission yet, I'm going to hand you that little permission slip and let you take it and own it. And then be able, the goal is for you to be able to give yourself that permission. And if you feel like you need help with that, then reach out to me and I can, I can help you more on a personal level with it. But for anyone listening, just know that, just know that what matters most to you is really important and it matters. It really matters. Okay. That's what I have this week. I will be back next week and I hope, oh, I wanted to tell you about this too. This is coming out in August, so it's back to school time and I think moms just have a permanent, (laughs) we have a permanent clock in our head about school. We're so conditioned to it. So it feels like the beginning of a year and when, you know, Labor Day hits, it's like the beginning of the year. And so I wanted to offer this coaching special for August. And it's a really great price on my coaching program, but it's also a, it's a shortened version. It's a condensed version of coaching just to get ready for starting off the school year. For many, many moms, I think that we have a lot of anxiety about a new year and we want to start it off well. And we want to have, you know, like this year we're going to do better about making lunches or whatever it is. And, or you might be in one of those other stages, right? Where you have kids going to college. So there's just a lot that comes up with the new school year for moms. And I wanted to offer a special targeted coaching program that would just be four weeks and you can start. I have openings that are filling up now, but you can start anytime and then we can do four weeks. So it might go into September because this is coming out first week in August right now. But anyway, it's just a, it's a shortened version of my 12 week program. Of course, the 12 week is also available, but I just wanted to do something special because it seems like so needed at this time of year. So it's a great price and a great offer for you to really feel like you're geared up for a new year and you just up-level yourself as a mom, get some clarity around what's important to you, set a goal, and then we can we can tackle it together and get you set up. So if you're interested in that, just reach out to me. You can do that in messaging on Facebook or Instagram or on my email. It's You'll find me at Good Mom Coach. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next week. 
If you like this podcast, please rate and review so we can spread the word to other moms who are going through the same thing. You can also find me over on Instagram. You'll find links to my website there, information about my coaching program, and free resources. Thank you again for joining me. Have a great week and please rate and review.